Welcome back to Marshy's Corner, brought to you by Summit Heights Club. On today's episode, I have uh, Max Thompson and Tim Henry with me. We, uh, we're discussing uh, the Olympic Basketball Awards. Similar to how the NBA does their awards, we did our own Olympic Awards, just because they don't do them. Um, there's a few tangents in there along the way, but I think, I think it's a good listen, so enjoy. Like um, I've started. Angle. I've started recording. He's below average in like five countries in the world. Yeah, but you looked up the average height. You talked about average height, and I just said I was taller than average. He's definitely below average in the Netherlands. There was Norway, what? Okay. Would you would you sedan, say like Amsterdam? Would you say he's tall? No, like for <laughs> our generation, no. But like no, but that's wrong. No, just generation. just if you saw him and be no, like, is he tall? No. Okay. Well, here's a fun fact. Australia's <laughs> the Australia's the fifth the fifth tallest country by av- on average, and I am taller than the average height in Australia. Is, so is this a fun fact? By definition, I am. I don't, I don't think it's tall. <laughs> I don't think it's fun at all. All right. Uh, so we've actually started recording. You could have um, told me the dream. <laughs> so oh, so for everyone that's listening, we uh, yeah, have just spent the last yeah. thirty minutes not recording this podcast because Tim once had a dream, and everyone in the house, including producer Jackson, who's taking photos right now, uh, would you like to say hi, Jackson? No, he doesn't want to say hi. Um, we all know the dream, and Max doesn't. We've known it for years, and sounds like it's not the kind of dream Luther <laughs> King had. Yeah, what we're going to be talking about. Let's get into today. Um, thought I'd have you guys back on surprisingly enough the last one went all right we had some good good reception towards it um so yeah i just olympics we've had the olympics uh we were all pretty pretty into the olympics um let's go since tim's on his phone we'll start with max max what did you enjoy at the olympics uh obviously the basketball was a big one the boomers yeah uh, I was actually, yeah, besides the basketball, we'll get into the basketball soon. Yeah, you know, athletics is always good to enjoy. And I think the main two that I got behind were the kookaburras in the field hockey. Yeah, the kookaburras. <laughs> and then uh, beach volleyball. Yeah. With Maria Faye and Taliqua. Yeah, one of our one of our friends, Mary, shout out. She uh, she loves- Wait, Sorry, is that, the, is that the first beach volleyball match you've ever watched? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is. Yeah, well, I sorry. watched multiple matches, but- you know. I mean, he's probably watched more volleyball than he has um, hockey. I've watched more <laughs> beach volleyball than I have field hockey. I watched two games of field hockey. I just like how Max was really into the hockey. Though our friend Mary, oh. she she loves the she loves her hockey, and she taught Max what a tomahawk new was. Athletic move: <laughs> the tom the tomahawk or the toma to the initiate. <laughs> it's a great move. What about you, Tim? What what were you enjoying at the Olympics? Wait, wait. I just I just like how you guys watch. Maybe two two sports three sports generally day to day in your life i watch more than three but and then when the olympics comes around all of a sudden you're just a fan of oh, every that's everyone though right like everyone <laughs> yeah all these people are like oh just hopping on the bandwagon of sports it's the olympics i will say like you're obviously going to start watching sport when it's the olympics out there the olympic starts all of a sudden you watch field hockey instead of slovenia versus spain to be fair i didn't actually know the slovenia spain game was on and i wanted to watch the gold medal match <laughs> it was an australian team in a gold medal match i wasn't gonna miss it name three hockey players i can't <laughs> but but i can name a tomahawk um but yeah tim you get to sleep now oh geez actually no i didn't i didn't sleep well the past two days but i definitely didn't sleep well during the olympics yeah i'm starting to get some much needed sleep after them because i actually watched 
Here we go. <laughs> Why did you say? That? No, what did you watch? No, I was just gonna say I actually watched a bunch of sport, like probably more than a healthy amount. Yeah, track cycling, swimming. Did so, you see the 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 stack in cycling? The Australian that, guy. Yeah, the Australian guy that went off. Uh, arm bars broke. Yeah, that was yeah. wild. Did you see his face after it? He wasn't that bad. He'd like lost mm. all the skin on his nose right. and like chin. The next day, it looked a lot worse. Oh yeah, like they always lose skin because the outfits are super thin. But yeah, he wasn't that bad. And like he didn't have a break or anything. No, he just heaps of burns. Like on sometimes his skin. they get like the uh, track like splinters off, and they get splinters in their calves. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks. But yeah, track cycling, swimming, track and field, basketball, obviously, um, beach volleyball. I'm the biggest Maria Faye fan. Fencing. <laughs> I'm so around Maria Faye. I think I think Rest I'm gonna fencing. I think I'm gonna start fencing with uh uh you know some friends. <laughs> was this a comment? I used to fence. You d- I was a fencer. <laughs> How old are you when you when you fenced? Uh, I did fencing for like a year and a half, maybe two years. When I want to <laughs> say like I like grade five and six. You, you do not have the body type of a fencer, I feel like. But I was a tall kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because you stopped growing when you were, what, 12? This has gotten... I don't know why this is so much. <laughs> this guy just brought up about like my height. Aragon or Anakin. Um, That's what he thought fencing was. No, yeah. Like, I actually <laughs> didn't watch fencing before. The I was Olympics. a much bigger Legolas fan than Aragon. And then I started watching fencing, and then they're just... They're freaks. Yeah. No, it's a good sport. Probably my second favorite sport now. Third favorite basketball football fencing yo i was gonna say beach volleyball is now one of my favorite sports what about kabaddi <sighs> beach volleyball so close Cubbity. um <laughs> did you guys did you guys watch any of the european handball some of it like i didn't follow all like, the way did you like i just watched matches whenever they were on did you guys play it in school when we played i don't yeah. you did yeah yeah we had a pretty good team that's a fun sport i like the indoor volleyball can you can you palm the uh handball can you pick it up this <laughs> <laughs> it's unnecessary. Did you guys watch the three-on-three basketball? No, I, didn't, I, didn't I watch watched. I watched the first day, like because it was on at the very beginning. Yeah, and and I watched maybe like an hour, and then it was just boring. So, yeah, you didn't like it. No, it um, it's it's too just. It's crazy. It, there's it's just too all over the place. Yeah. So I, I I had a podcast where I just talked about the three-on-three basketball. Um. <clears throat> a couple of podcasts ago but i think there's like i mean we obviously all grew up playing three-on-three basketball and 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 like two-on-two one-on-one whatever it is and they're trying to get that playground feel about it but um i kind of thought that the shot clock was way too fast because it's a 12 second shot clock as soon as you gain possession and so that's not even like 12 seconds after the clear out because you gotta clear it to the three-point line which is actually the two-point line um but yeah, I just thought if they just added like four seconds to the shot clock or something, maybe that could work. Yeah, it's just too like helter skelter, and maybe not enough like high end talent in it. Well, yeah, the USA like, women's team took away yeah. women's NBA players, and most of the people I talked to about it were like, yeah, they didn't enjoy it, even though they watched basketball, but they didn't enjoy the three and three. Yeah, I think it has legs, but I think there's like just a few rule changes. I also didn't like the scoring format, so it's like ones and twos. It just means like, I mean, I guess when you speak analytically, like the three-point line 
is now shot a lot more yeah. just because of like mathematically it's worth more points so if you put up enough it's better to shoot those when you double the point like shooting behind the arc it's worth double i just feel like people are just going to start jacking those up as well and yeah the basketball didn't feel like a high quality but i think i think it could be good do you guys watch the badminton i didn't watch i maybe watched about five minutes of badminton i watched ping pong it's disappointing the tennis yeah i watched the tennis you see novak little meltdown yeah why are you novak novak's it's not the best tennis player it's not not the most fun to root for pulled out of another championship i think the other day because that was like his first, that was his first major loss of the whole season so he kind of had like a major meltdown it was enjoyable speaking of tennis i found a i found a clothing line literally just today and it's called 30 love and they just put like iconic moments like tennis moments onto t-shirts i just bought a Leighton hewitt one i'm quite excited what iconic moment he's just doing his come on <laughs> yeah. hey that's, that's rude i thought about buying a federal one but i couldn't there was a few federal oh, ones wait, wait, wait. before we move but it's on. not icon- iconic moments it's or just photos just before of we move on what grand slam did Leighton hewitt win he won the Australian Open. Was it? Was it Wimbledon? Yeah, that one. Viz brought it up. Wait, which one? Let's see. <laughs> I remember. Anyway, this podcast Are you still checking? is about... No, it wasn't. It definitely wasn't. It was the US Open, wasn't it? Oh, was yeah. it the US? It was the US Open. You're right, actually. I knew it. He didn't. <laughs> um, anyway, let's and, go into the basketball. And Wimbledon. I know golf and tennis. <laughs> Before we get into this, this isn't a boomers podcast. This is just like a general basketball podcast. Um, but I did want to talk about the boomers for a second, uh, specifically their fans. Um, most notably, apparently the boomers new fan. Yeah. Uh, I, this is what I oh, want, you want to talk uh, about. This? Here we go. So Tim is notorious. Uh, so Tim is from Malaysia and he picks happen. and chooses when he's an Australian. Why do you have to? Why do you have to bring up where I'm originally from? Well, I'm just explaining that you are not Australian. That you're not from Australia. <laughs> wow. You're not from Australia. You like to you like yeah. to separate yourself from Australians as all much the time. As possible. All the time. <laughs> you don't like Australian culture. Wow. Look at this. Produ- Producer Jackson's girlfriend, who is also of Malaysian descent, uh, is offended right now. Are you offended, Viv? Just a little. She's a little bit offended. But I'll just say about Viv, I've never heard her shit all over Australian culture the way Tim can. So all I'm saying, exactly. <laughs> so all I want to say was uh, we were obviously in lockdown and we were all being well behaved and not hanging out. Um, but we were always on the gr- in our group chat during the basketball games. And um, I went back and stayed with my parents and, and I, w- I was with Max and we noticed that uh, Tim was in the group chat often. <laughs> Wait, can with, I just preface with this a by lot of- saying it isn't unlike Tim Henry throughout his life to hate on something then completely or like be <laughs> against it and then a year or two later completely be all over. Absolutely. It we can actually talk about those. For example, we all turned 18 and Tim decided he was, you know, he, he, he was above us. Verbatim, my body is a temple. My body is a temple. <laughs> I will not put alcohol in it. And, you know, we, we were 18, we were having fun and stuff and then um all of a sudden two three years later he he can't even handle himself at our friend's weddings oh well the friend's wedding was like 
seven. Yeah, that was that was a lot later. But it was Tim, like five years. Tim started Tim started drinking, and and you know all of a sudden it was fine again. And there's been numerous <laughs> others. Coffee, sunglasses, sunglasses. Oh, well, that was a weird sunglasses. one. I haven't 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 drank in a while. The last time I drank, Tim was said that a, he would never wear sunglasses. The last time I drank it was a soju soju outing. We don't we don't drink soju anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh in the group chat we noticed a lot of tim getting frustrated and a lot of wheeze yeah, to, yeah. a lot of wheeze in in reference towards to the which boomers. i might add that you guys like didn't respond no, no. yeah because game. we were waiting we were waiting to talk about this was it. this was <laughs> prior to the olympics when tim quote would say i hate the boomers yeah like, no, no i hate you literally i hate no. all the australian players you said, no, I, don't I, said, I hate, hate the boomers. i hate most of them uh, you said i hate <laughs> the boomers in, and i was like why like i hate the players on the team i just don't like any of the players patty and matisse and but everyone else i do you like patty now because you didn't used to love Patty. no i just didn't you overrate patty i don't think i overrate patty but like in the nba you do i just think think he's happy to play a role i don't think he's a selfish guy he's not i mean there's only, really only one player that was an addition to this olympics prior to like the, the last world cup and other olympics that I feel like had a strong impact on oh, Matisse. Going for the Boomers. Yeah, Matisse. Yeah. But he was I like, like Matisse. It was still predominantly the same team before that. So so what 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 oh, and, and Dante. Because Dante didn't play in the last Olympics, I don't think. Neither did Nick K. Do you like Nick K? <laughs> <laughs> he, he has good form in his airball corner threes. Whoa. He hit a lot of corner threes. He's a local boy, show some respect. <laughs> Max's ex teammate. Yeah. There you go. You could you could be there. You could have been there. Um. So, but what happened? Why are you a Boomers yeah, fan now? You, That's just all I wanted you to know. Made it clear that you were not going to be supporting the Boomers. That you were going to go for. I was going to guess Slovenian. All right. There's three. There's three weeks because I thought about it because I was watching a game and I was like, "Why am I going for them?" I was confused <laughs> yeah. inside. So were we. My my body was like, "Why are you going for them?" But I was. Three things. It was. You're a bloody Australian. <laughs> I, we've been waiting a long time. For you maybe, 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 maybe one of them is because I've been in Australia for 15 years now. Probably most not. of your life, and you still hate on it. Yeah, most of my life now. Um, but I think mostly it is number one Matisse, because outside of Patty Mills, there was like there's no other Australian basketball player that was fun to root for. You don't like Joe Ingles, I was about to especially say Joe especially Ingles. with um the two of you here talking them up whenever they like hit an open shot in the NBA. I mean, Joe Ingles, Joe Ingles, Joe Ingles shut Paul, Paul, Paul shut George down. down. Actually, Superstars actually, in the NBA. I, I lied, Delhi. Delhi did shut down Steph all those years ago. Yeah, but okay. um, Joey, Joe Ingles Steph, killed Steph put Delhi in a hospital, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> um, so it was Matisse. Matisse was probably the number one reason. It's fair. And then the number two reason is that like Pagasol is normally my favorite player at the olympics is just not he was pretty useless he's 41 i think he's retiring now like he didn't really do much at all and then um i definitely didn't go for the usa team because i just don't like anyone on their team fair enough so that's so so was spain was spain your second team yeah spain was my second team yeah, I was. I was, I thought he was going to go going for Spain, and then I assumed Slovenia would be his second team, and then yeah. everyone else he wouldn't have cared about. But there was a lot of wheeze. I, norm- I normally do. I normally do go for Spain, but. just because it would be fun to see like someone else beat USA, and then they have Pau, and they're generally the best people 
like the best team. Like they won silver in 2008, they won silver in 2012. They won bronze in 2016. Um, But yeah, like Ricky Rubio was really their only player this year. They were a better team with Mark and Powell on the bench. Yeah. They were missing missing Surge as well. Against the USA. Um, But yeah, those are three reasons. Spain probably should have... um, There were a lot of ways, I will admit. Yeah. We didn't comment on any of them. Yeah, I just, just type. We were like, I type, I type them out, and then I'd be like, "Why, why am I getting so into this game?" Yeah, it's but like, then it just, it just happened. This guy really seems to not be happy when the other team is winning, and and yeah. really going for Australia, <laughs> me, going for Australia, me, and we for everything. <laughs> and I was like, like, he's just dropping wee bombs everywhere. Yeah, Max like, and I were watching the games like, together. What's this guy doing? He hate normally hates the boomers, and all of a sudden he just is like, he was like. Just as much of a fan as us. It was just so. a shitload of wees. And we were like, is he going for the boomers? Like, we were both genuinely shocked. Yeah. And Matisse? then by the so end, it was so Credit, credit Matisse. Have you watched Matisse's YouTube channel? I watched the video where he introduces himself to the team with without shoes on. <laughs> yeah. His He's, latest uh, vlog episode came out today. Yeah, I know. I was like going to see if you wanted to watch Oh, you watched it already. I, I was going to see if you wanted to watch it. So that's cool, man. I watched it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I watched I was rest wa- on my own. I was waiting for you, but that's cool. Um, I mean, most of the, like the main reason why all of those texts were happening, I think they mostly happened in the, the USA semifinal game. game? The yeah, USA U- game against USA. Where there were some questionable substitutions where, made. And- ooh, yeah, that's that's really, probably, the, probably all the three reasons I said before combined with the fact that there were just some dumb decisions on the court. Boomers should have won the game. Well, they should have. They should have. They should have. They should have not much better position. Gotten blown out by twenty points after being up fifty. Yeah, like if they lost, they should have lost by like maybe yeah. five. <clears throat> I I've kind of I've already done a podcast on my frustration of it. Okay. Um, so should we probably don't have to go. I just want to say one thing. Like it's oh, clear sure. that like <laughs> there are some players that should have gotten a lot more playing time. Like even Matisse starting in the the bronze medal match. Yeah. yeah, that was. Always, he, I I don't think the whether he started no. or not is a is as big a deal as the fact that Patty Patty and yeah. Patty and Joe Ingles played twenty eight minutes each. Jock Jock played twenty two minutes. Uh, Matisse played twenty two minutes. Nick K played twenty five minutes. Yeah. We didn't have a single player play over thirty minutes. Well, what did Dante play? Well, he got hurt he got injured for that little bit. He played twenty. I don't because he was good. Like he he yeah, helped he, he helped he, build up the league. Yeah, but yeah he, he was playing hurt. good, but then he hurt his hit. And yeah. so he went off. He probably would have played probably about the 25 minutes if he didn't yeah. get hurt. They needed, he was obviously fine yeah. by the end of it. They obviously needed like the top six guys to just play like 35. Yeah, minutes. like it doesn't yeah. matter who started. It's just they didn't play enough. Joe Ingles took five shots. Like, but that's who he, he is. Needs to take, yeah, but he needs to take more than five shots. Like look how many shots he took in the bronze medal match. I mean, if he was on for 35 minutes instead of 20. Yeah. He might not be able to play 35. That's the only thing. But Paddy definitely can. Matisse can play more than 22. He should play Jock like, should have played. basically the whole game in my opinion. Yeah. Matisse, Matisse should have just matched like Kevin Durant's minutes pretty much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Kevin Durant played 30 minutes. Just over 30. Would have and been, Matisse played 22. Would have been nice to have Ben Simmons in that game. Yeah. Yeah. Another time. <laughs> At least he posted something he finally it. posted something it's like six days later or whatever it is it's not six actually did you see his uh apparently he said that he if he were to get traded he would want to get traded to gold state clippers or, or the, lakers. the lakers yeah well don't know how that's possible to mm-hmm. any of well maybe golden state because they have the 
draft picks. Golden State can trade for him, but the others. I don't see how he makes it to the Paul other. Paul George. Side. I mean, that makes the Clippers worse, right? We're not going to get into the NBA because we actually are going to have an NBA offseason, yeah. like us three doing it together. So that'll that'll take too long. Uh, let's get into what today's podcast is. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to it yet. Is the uh, Olympics. So the NBA does like their awards. And I thought it'd be fun to do an Olympic awards episode. And I kind of came up with my awards. I'm going to let Tim and Max react to them and they can kind of give their little opinions on it. Um I thought I would start with the rookie of the tournament, rookie of the Olympics. Um, I, my two finalists were Luka Doncic and Drew Holiday. So two guys that just played their first Olympics. I went with Luka. I thought Luka was, I don't know if there's anyone that played their first Olympics that was better than him this year. Yeah, I think you probably have to pick Luka, but I think Drew was pretty phenomenal for the US. I think he was like the second main guy behind Durant. Yeah, absolutely. He was like, just an elite defender and was really good facilitating the ball. Yeah. Thoughts, Tim? Sorry, I was just watching Jackson chewing some KFC. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. I'm surprised producer Jackson's eating the KFC in the background right now after the phone call I got this morning where he told me how sick he felt after eating (laughs) KFC last night. (laughs) It does that to you. Uh, But yeah, no. Luka Doncic, Rookie of the Year? Yeah, obviously. That's like no one else. Rookie of the Olympics. Like yeah. 48 points and triple-double in the bronze medal. Hurt his hand though, I think. Yeah. Either that or he just didn't play well in the bronze medal game. He looked pretty gassed. Chubby boy might need to lose some weight. He really didn't shoot the ball well. He never yeah. does shoot the ball well. People think that he's like this. He's like, he's a tough shot maker, but he's not like a good shooter. Like he hit shots against Spain. No, he, he always some, hits shots. He some shots at the end of the Australian game. I think people, especially people that like don't watch a lot of Luca. I mean, they were, they were picking on him as well. Like Patty was just like picking on him, picking rolls. Oh, they yeah, they'll they make were, him defend. Especially they were just like, let's just get a switch with Luca, and, and then he just Patty out. Mills would just burn Luca. Uh, yeah. If you if you're Luca Doncic, you can't get burnt by like how old's Patty? 32, 33? Yeah, but Patty's a lot quicker. in the in the form of his life though. Yeah, but still, if you're an, if you're an MVP <clears throat> candidate, you can't just be getting burnt off the dribble yeah especially in the phoebe game <laughs> yeah when you can like pack the paint yeah um but still i thought he was the rookie of the tournament i think drew holiday is the only one that probably came close to him um defensive player of the tournament i have three and i didn't come to a decision yeah. so i had i had drew matisse and rudy gobert yeah they're clearly the top three players defensively I'd say, um, I'd say Matisse. I would I would lean towards... Matisse is the least offensive yeah. player out of the three at the tournament. Well, I'd, I'd say Matisse because it was so noticeable when he was off the court compared to when he was on the court. Yeah. Relative to the other two. I definitely like, feel like... When Rudy, oh, I thought Rudy got bad with... Oh, like, yeah. When Rudy went off the court, like they had, they could bring on like that fall dude. Yeah, fall. name. Fall and... um. Poirier, yeah, and they were like two massive seven footers, and they could they were solid. They could pack the paint. They could like take advantage of mismatches on the other end, and like you know like punish like Draymond in the post and punish Kem Duran in the post. Um, and then with Drew Holiday, like they, he was definitely the second most important player for USA, but they could still like take him off, and then someone else would come on and still play really good defense. Yeah. Whereas like 
we were noticeably worse without we were noticeably worse <laughs> weren't we we were <laughs> the boomers were noticeably worse without matisse on the court like just crazy different levels of like athleticism defense yeah. like perception cool. he's like really good in the like passing lanes like he just knows where the he just like creeps be. up in them yeah so i think that is a thing like i've definitely leaned towards like drew or matisse out of those three but like usa has just so many athletes and people that can lock in on defense when they want whereas australia we don't really have that as much and he's just clearly so impactful when he's on the court for Ma- us. matisse was the most valuable defensive player yeah that's fair for yeah that makes sense i um i was talking to uh summit heights writer ben mitchell Go check out his uh, his uh, his all of the stuff he's written up on our website. But um, we were talking about Matisse's uh, defense and his ability to anticipate at such a young age. Like a lot of a lot of younger defenders, basketball defenders, like they have the length, they have the athleticism, but the anticipation, like his ability to re, especially playing on like not even in passing lanes, but playing up on a on on the ball. And he was like forcing people to pick the ball up, but then they were trying to make passes out of the pickup and he was just like deflecting them. And a lot of the deflections you usually see off the ball, but he was getting these deflections on the ball and, and whatnot. So yeah, I'm pretty impressed by Matisse. I mean, it was just noticeable in the USA game. Like at any time he wasn't on Kevin Durant, Katie would just like three dribble, pull up and just like splash it in anyone's face. Yeah, he like everyone's face. He had this one defensive possession, um, which wouldn't come up on any of the stat sheets uh, in the Slovenian game, where he he did get beat baseline, um, and then he like semi recovered, and he was gonna contest the sh- like the the shot at the rim from behind, and the player like kind of goes up and then passes it out to the the opposite side baseline, and then Matisse was the one that like ran from like the other side of the baseline to contest that shot all the way on the other side and i was like holy that was so impressive um but then just talking about the other the other two defenders or oh, especially drew holiday drew had this one defensive play against um nick k nick k man that i was me and max watching the game together and nick k gets the ball i swear i was off a seal but max wasn't sure about that but i swear he just got the ball like he he had it right as deep as you can be in the paint Oh, uh, he was a little bit off the ring. He was pretty. He, he went up, got blocked. Yeah, yeah, by Drew. He was pretty deep in the paint, and I remember I was sitting there, and I probably used some pretty bad language, but I was like, basically, go up with it, Nick. Like you've got, yeah. like you've got this guard on you, and he like turns his shoulder and goes to finish the rim, and without any sort of a run up, just off two feet, Drew like gets up and just like blocks the shot. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but that's where you can really see the difference in athleticism. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like we were saying, like the best what, five, six Australian players were, you know, Patty, Ingalls, Matisse, Dante, um, Jock. And then. I think Nick comes into that. I think Nick is in well, there. Well, just yeah. if, if you could pick six players to like play for the whole game, I think it would be those five guys. Goulding and then K. Really, um, I I would I, just K just for the reason where like in that game against America, like you could see, you could see like he struggled to like move with KD, which everyone does, but like he struggled to move with KD, and then like on the offensive side, like he would have like a whole he had a bunch of um 
like just drives down the lane or like cuts down the lane where he would get a pass and then where jock would like go up and dunk it yeah and any everyone else would like either go up and dunk it or stop and like shoot it or something like that um he'd like go up for a layup yeah and like not really get off the ground and then the distance would just close instantly and like katie would be there draymond would be there drew holiday would be there and yeah they would just like close that gap up in like straight away which is just like the difference in athleticism between like an nba player and a non-nba player yeah really. the nba game is very athletic and like the a lack of athleticism can get exposed in the nba where it doesn't in the FIBA game um which actually leads that actually reminds me of a little topic that i forgot to talk about on the top we might do that at the end we'll see um but yeah i guess we've talked about that defensive that defensive stuff enough um yeah matisse thibault i guess that's who we're going with i'm fine with that uh mvp does anyone i mean it's, it's pretty clear it's pretty it's clear kevin durant yeah kevin durant <laughs> is i just think he's the best basketball player in the world who's every time he had the ball i was like well he's just gonna score like he'd just two dribbles to the baseline and then pull up and fade on like the baseline just like that weird like 10 15 foot area and just yeah. like splash in everyone's face no matter how well contested it was <laughs> there was like you talked about nick k defending kevin durant i actually thought there were moments where he did a pretty good job on him yeah. but like it's just it's just like you can't do anything about it oh think- yeah but they were, like you could see they were picking on him like when yeah. nick k was on him like in that in that comeback period for them and then in the third quarter as well if nick k was guarding him he'd just go like top of the key dribble to the left and then like pull off and he'd yeah. just get to his spot before nick k's there he was our best defender for kevin durant outside of matisse though yeah. I just yeah. didn't understand why Matisse played 22 minutes when Kevin Durant's playing 30, but um, yeah. yeah. So Kevin Durant, MVP. I had I had three others. I had two others. I mean, he carried like, the, he just carried them. Yeah, I think, I think the better discussion is, that's the thing, hey, with Kevin Durant is like- the, Like he, there's never been a USA team that was like carried by one person. Yeah, but you've got so, these like, guys like Devin Booker, Damian Lillard, and these people that we look at, like Damian Lillard is probably considered close to a top 10 yeah, player in the NBA. Yeah, they all kind of struggled and they all struggled and i told you i told you after it had come out with like he's injured or he's like oh yeah homesick or something and straight after he gets a tweet comes out like shams but puts a tweet out and it's like oh he's an abdomen injury that was like the lebron broken hand in the finals (laughs) comes out with the cast um but that kind of just shows the level of kevin durant though like for him to like shine amongst those guys on yeah I mean, I think they struggled the most with, like, the FIBA rules. He has played a lot more FIBA basketball than them. Yeah, but, like, he doesn't really... Like, the rules don't really matter to him. Yeah. He's seven feet. He can dribble. He can shoot over everyone. The he way he scores, it he doesn't matter. He, he grew up, like, sh- shooting mid-range jumpers anyway. Like, it doesn't matter to him. Whereas yeah, everyone else in that team is kind of, Except for Drew, who's, like, the second best player. But everyone else kind of made them money on like the new nba rules so like the three in the and the room where there's lots Threes, of spacing like spread offense you know people can't stand in the paint so like he helped defense off like a pick and rolls difference so like draymond can set a pick and then because you can't stand in the paint you know you got to help way further out yeah on, on the roll guy and then you can just get picked apart that's um actually you know what let's just actually we'll just talk about it now like uh, I was going to talk about um, the difference between the NBA and the and FIBA and which one you prefer. Um, and like the thing that I like about the FIBA is it 
if you're going to be a scorer on the FIBA level, you have to be able to score at three different levels. Like you have to be able to score at the rim. You've got to be able to score in the mid range and you've got to be able to score in the three. And the guys that struggled, like Damian Lillard struggled. I know he apparently had that injury, but that's a three in a rim guy. Um, I, it took Tatum a little bit, but he kind of got there in the end. But like, which one do you prefer to watch? Definitely FIBA. Yeah. I'd, like this iterate, like it depends, like what part of the NBA season we're talking about. I guess we'll go to playoffs because this this is kind of like because every game was, counts. If, yeah, well, if it was like the conference finals onwards, I'd still prefer, oh, well, if the talent was the same, if the talent was the same, I'd prefer FIBA, obviously. Like if we were just talking about rules. Yeah. So like if we had, you know, the Bucks play the Suns with FIBA rules, I'd prefer FIBA. But outside of like that, if if it was like a finals game or conference finals games, like it's pretty close because the, they don't really call the rules the same way. They don't call the fouls the same way. They don't call the touch fouls the same way. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about because there has been a lot of talk. Um, I mean, I listened to the Bill Simmons podcast and Bill Simmons is like pretty big on how much he prefers the way the FIBA game is played. Um and I've been trying to think like, well, what, how could you maybe mix? How could the NBA take on some of the FIFA, 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 FIFA stuff and um, create a better game? So I've been thinking about that. So the first thing I thought about was allowing the defensive three seconds. Yeah, I just don't know if that would work for NBA players. Because well, the NBA is like a whole, the whole thing's like the entertainment product. And you just don't get yeah. you don't get that those massive like dunks like look at how how many times do we see a massive half court set end up in like a drive yeah. and dunk in in it, in, it the, in the Olympics like it never like especially if, especially if you have like NBA talent sitting in the paint yeah like you're gonna have like Rudy Gobert Anthony da- like imagine Anthony Davis just sitting in the paint like that's ridiculous. Well, I think what having the three seconds in the key allows for is like the actual basketball. Like it, 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 it creates a, a, the rule on its own will just make people start to play well, the yeah, game the way like we you, enjoyed it when to, we were kids. You like to, you've got to be able to score in the mid range. You've got to be able to, like you've got to have an array of skills. It's not just like I'm able to beat my man at, from the you three point You have to run line. a lot of sets. Like you have to run actual plays and stuff. Yeah. So I think from like a basketball purist perspective, like it's probably more enjoyable to sit there and actually watch a team play basketball. And like, I just think about some of the stuff we've lost. Like, I mean, we grew up with Kobe, the generation before us had MJ. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't see any of those sets being run like how they used to run sets for Kobe coming off like a pin down and then like slicing through the lane. Yeah. Like catching it, like, at the elbow and then like pump faking or like fading or dribble drive or something. Exactly. And so I was trying to figure out how like, how can we get back to having these like three level scores? I actually do think there's still a place in the NBA for the three level scorer that like with that mid range as well. Like if you look at all the teams that have won the championships in recent years in this like spread era, like the Lakers had Anthony Davis and LeBron who can go to the, go into the mid range the the Warriors always had 
Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson would would get into that mid post. Even Steph kind of has like that floater yeah. game. Well, that's because like in the playoffs, it gets more, it gets tighter. Yeah, you can't really get by people as much. And I, the the big thing now is though, like these worst teams will just get that one player and they'll just put all the three point shooters with him, and they can play like kind of like a very just a shit. It's a shitty way of watching basketball where it's just like one guy at the top get into the middle and just kick it to a three-point shooter. And then, yeah. and these guys can, they can hang with good teams because they just unload from three. And then like, I don't, I just feel like there's got to be a way that we can. I mean, yeah, but they always suffer like when they get to the playoffs. So. That's true. Like Lucas, like they lose. Like even the Clippers who started playing that way in the playoffs, like they ended up losing to the Suns. And then like even the Suns a little bit, like not as much, like the, but they were pretty reliant on like, except for Devin Booker, like threes, like spot up threes. I think if Chris then, Ball wasn't yeah. hurt, he probably would get in the mid-range a little bit more too. But like, it's probably a reason why the Lakers are probably going to win the next championship. But but hey, that's what I'm saying. Like even like Milwaukee wins this, Milwaukee won, Drew Holiday can, has like a mid-range game. Chris, Chris Middleton. Middleton has a really good mid-range game. Like I, so I don't think the mid range is dead. I don't know. I just think that there's there's got to be I a think balance. The other rules would be would like if they just took away the rules that they brought in in the past like two years, like the whole freedom of movement. Like you can't touch anyone running around screens. Like it's not just the the defensive three that stop people like dunking. I think in the Olympics it was there's way more contact. You are allowed way a lot more, more contact and. They don't call any flops. Yeah. They don't call like, you know, James Harden, like step back, lunge forward, threes, grabbing like people's arms and going up with that. Like they don't call any of that. So it's like you allowed way more hands, way more contact on drives. And all of those ticky tack fouls aren't called, which is what the basketball was like probably like seven years ago. Well, the NBA has made a stand against that this offseason saying that they're going to do their best to change yeah, that in the NBA. Yeah. Because it wasn't even that long ago, like 2012, like last, that's what, 2015, like that's what it was like. Yeah. Well, I think because that's, but that's like the analytic side to it as well, where these teams are just being told to put up more and more threes. And yeah. But they always end up like the teams that win always have mid-range games. So that's true. Uh, what about like uh, the... Wouldn't mind the goaltending rule. Yeah. It would be interesting with the athletes in the NBA though, but it is pretty exciting. Like what Draymond did on the free throw. Yeah. Like it would just be a cool rule for people like Rudy Gobert. Well, Rudy Gobert does it anyways, like in FIBA. But like Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis and Giannis and stuff like that. It would be interesting. I I don't mind it either way. It is a bit exciting. Not, Not as easy as people make it like sound like I just like hit it off the top of the ring. Yeah, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna throw <laughs> Vusa out there right now. Our friend Vusa, who's a, he's an athletic guy, but he's also like six foot, maybe six and yeah. six foot and a half. So and, I'll give him six one. And he was, and he was. I was on the phone to him the other day, and he was like, "Dude, these because he never really watched much FIBA basketball. I guess like he's pretty new to basketball in the whole scheme of things. And he was like, "Man, these guys getting the ball off the rim. Like, can, are we allowed to do that in our games?" And I was like yeah we play under fever rules and he's like man i'm gonna do that all the time i was like you're just, not gonna do it he'll, all. he'll get called for a goaltend like you think so they're more they're way more lenient 
at like the Olympics and stuff. If if for some of those, like the one that Draymond did, if he did that in the game, I guarantee they'll call goaltend. But I don't know. It also just requires it's way harder. Well, yeah, it just requires. Oh, it requires so much energy. If you, if you keep doing that, you're yeah, gonna it's die. a lot of energy. But then, like, if you're not tall, like if you're not like six eight, six nine, six ten, and above, like then you, then it's really a lot of energy. Yeah, like you need actually, to run off, and you got to time. Yeah, and you got to time it. You got to jump like with like a lot of effort. Whereas like if you're Rudy Gobert, it's kind of just like a little hop, and like you tap it off. But if you're like six one, six two, six three. It's really not that easy. How do you feel about the no instant replays? Like how, like going back, like it's good, for, it's good for the speed of the game. Yeah, but they did they did review some stuff. Like they did review like um, whether it's like intentional fouls. That's probably a, one of the rules that's dumb. The intentional foul. Rule. Yeah, many technical fouls have yeah. been had by myself in <laughs> in our games. Although I don't mind the way they flagrant, flagrant the way they did it in the Olympics. Flagrant. The way they did the Olympics, it was lately. like, you can do it in the front court, you just can't do it in the back court, which that's fine. Wait, say that again? You can foul them in the front court. I mean, the back court. Intentionally. You can intentionally foul in the front court, but you can't do it in the back court. Are you... Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure that's how they called it. In the NBA? No, in, in uh, the Olympics. So, actually, you know what? I'm actually going to tell the story. We were playing a game... Uh, in our local tournament and I uh, see I, I actually don't know what the rule is because but the refs here call it way more strict yeah so basically like th- the rules the rules are now if you're not making a play on the ball it's a it's an unsportsmanlike foul and I remember we were playing in a close game and we scored and they inbounded the ball and I fouled straight away and I said and the, the ref puts his hand up like it's an unsportsmanlike foul. And I, like, I, I really barely touched the guy. <clears throat> I really barely touched the guy. Just made sure it was a foul. They shoot the free throws, blah, blah, blah. I get the ball then. And um, we, we're down by three. So we wanted to shoot the three. And they were over the limit. And so I've come across half court and the, their coach is going foul 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 like the referee's right here on like my back basically just behind me he can hear the coach saying foul 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 they intentionally foul me and like they don't go for the ball and then i look at the ref and i go oh like that's not sportsmanlike and he goes no you're in the front court oh yeah no no no. but then and i was like okay so i mean i i said more than okay but i went and shut my free throws they then inbound i make the second they then inbound they throw full court. I've ran back and I've made a play on like I've I've stopped the guy in now their front court and the referee called me for an unsportsman like. Yeah. And I've, then I was like, but I've just done what they just did to me. Yeah, but what did you do to it? No, no, no. It actually wasn't that bad. Because <laughs> you always tell these stories. You always tell saying. these stories, but then it ends up like you, you elbow someone in the face. No, no, it, it genuinely wasn't. It would this is one time where I can promise that I really didn't foul him hard. I just I I just made a play on his arm and made sure like he couldn't go. He was still dribbling, like he wasn't shooting or anything. Unsportsmanlike foul. The referee calls me for another unsportsmanlike. It was also my fifth foul, and um, I may have got two tech fouls going back to the bench. But but like yeah, I don't actually know what the yeah, rule they call, is. They call it really tight where we play though. That's true. Um, but but. Uh, what about with like blocks and charges? Do you like the fact that they didn't review them? 
Yeah. I, I, I like it. I just think it's better for the speed of the game. But it doesn't. I think it's easier out. for them not to review it because they don't have such touch foul rules. Like a lot of those charges in the NBA would be like blocks because that's just the way they call some of them. Like if you're James Harden, you can just like boom and they're going to call a block. Whereas yeah. like in the Olympics, like all of those were pretty much charges. Like all of those like yeah. bang, bang plays were mostly charges. Well, it's a lot easier to call a charge when there's no three seconds in the key. So people are kind of set yeah, in the key. Yeah, already. Yeah. But, but even then, like even on like dribble drives, like yeah. where someone's like the main defender, like Luca did it a bunch of times. Like even in the USA game, like, a bu- like Devin Booker did it a bunch. Zach Levine did it a bunch. Drew Holiday did it a bunch. Like they'd like lower their shoulders and you don't even have to be like in front of them. You could just be on the side. You don't have they, to be set. Yeah. Like, if they hit you in the chest, off. like they'll call a charge. As long as you slide yeah. and move. And like, Whereas in the NBA, yeah. it's like so offense orientated. Yeah. Where you have to be like a statue before someone calls a charge. Uh, uh, the thing I did like about the fever, there was a lot of no calls. And there was a few times where Patty tried to kind of call, like draw charge fouls. Where yeah, there were a bunch yeah. of like, yeah. And Team USA did it as well. I yeah. think a lot of the NBA players tend to do it. Yeah. Up fake and then just shoot into the defender's No, no, no. Also. I'm saying as in like Patty's defense. There was a few times where Patty was the defender. And like as soon as there was contact in the middle of his chest, he would just like fall back. Yeah. Oh, okay. And they weren't calling it. Flopping. Um, yeah, he was basically yeah. flopping and they just wouldn't, they just didn't call any sort of flop. They just, action. they ref, like FIBA rules are like how the playoffs, how the finals are ref. Not even the playoffs, how the finals are ref. It's much more of a feel thing that's rather like, than a yeah. Rule that's thing. like all every single game in FIBA rules is like an NBA Finals game from a refing standpoint. Yeah, which is obviously more fun, but yeah, like the NBA, like the touch fouls are just dumb. Um, I've seen a lot of people saying that they kind of like the ten minute quarters, like a lot of the American likes people people that speak sports in America. I disagree with that. I think the twelve minutes is, and I, I don't like the five fouls either. Five fouls are dumb. Well, they have it's five so much fouls. Fouled out. Yeah, but the quarters are shorter. I, I like the ten minute quarters a bit better. More than twelve. Yeah, just a little bit better. Not like it feels short. Big difference, but it's like really short. Like the game's really. That's short. the thing. I've gone yeah. to I've gone to bullets games here, and you just like you drive out to the stadium, like or you 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 travel out to the stadium, however you get there, and then you kind of get to the game, and the game's over so fast. And like I just think the twelve minutes but they have less. Like yeah, they don't have that as many less time between less timeouts, less well, time well, between. That's the thing; they don't have as many timeouts in FIBA games. It's because there's less time, right? And yeah. you, and you can't call timeouts whenever you want. I mean, if you go to a, an Aussie game, the coach won't call a timeout ever. So <laughs> <laughs> the game will just go the whole. Yeah. Thing. yeah, he did a better job in the bronze medal match. He did. Yeah. He did exactly what he was supposed to do in the, in yeah. the uh, semifinal. Yeah, call like, a timeout straight away. Started Matisse only played like the best six guys pretty much the whole he, night. he did play like the same rotations but a lot of those players played a lot less minutes in the yeah, bronze medal he, game he basically played like his top six players the whole game yeah and uh, he until a, until the game was like done <laughs> and he called a timeout when Slovenia went on the run although he brought a certain player in and, and then, right yeah and then the that, he, he just got roasted straight away and then he got taken and out he got taken out which yeah. is what should have happened in the semi-final because he yeah you don't want to say his name? No. <laughs> Why not? He's a good basketball player, man, but he just I he's not quite a finals in the Olympics basketball player just yet. <laughs> yeah. 
just got think. roasted. He did. And he played played 11 minutes in that game against Team USA. Didn't make a lot of sense. Probably 15 points right there. You just hate on the local guys, huh? <laughs> Was he local? I didn't even know. <laughs> Did you actually not know that? No. Plays for the Bullets. No. He was I, Jesse Gee's teammate. I don't watch the NBL. So we've, we're not saying his name, but we've basically just... <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Nathan Sophie. <laughs> um, no, he's a good player, man. Do you hate Bubbles too? He used to hate I Bubbles. I used to hate him. I love so Bubbles. You hate all the players well, no, like that no, play in Brisbane or from Brisbane. Because they were playing... Who'd you guys... Who'd um, Australia lose to? Um, 2016, was it Croatia or Serbia yeah. or something? Yeah, Serbia. And Bubbles missed like every, she was airballing threes, like open threes. He was clanking them, airballing them. Like he's, he was supposed to be like the best shooter in the team. He's airballing threes. People have, people have a tough game. That guy's got a green light. And then there's he, nothing but, more yeah, satisfying. He had a tough tournament. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing more satisfying than watching an NBL game and watching Goulding shoot it from the Bunnings oh. logo. <laughs> That's my favorite Australian commentary. From the ever. Bunnings logo. Goulding from the Bunnings logo. <laughs> But like in the USA game, he played good for the two minutes he was on. Then he got taken off. He played at 18. He, he, against, uh, he had a hot USA. hand in that game and then, and then he didn't get I to think, keep playing. I think he played 18, 19. He got frozen out and a little bit by the coach. Yeah, his nice. defense wasn't even like, it was fine, I feel like. like. Yeah, I thought he'd get exposed more than he did. That was my biggest when I saw that Goulding made the it's squad. Tough, it's tough to expose people in FIBA basketball. If everyone, There's a lot of if, help if there are other people, yeah. If there are other players on the team that are good defensively. I actually have... I mean, I I might save it for another podcast, but I I think Sobi Sobi's a good basketball player, but he didn't fit what we needed. <laughs> no, he just burped. It's okay. Oh, he didn't fit what confused. we needed. I thought Mitch McCarron might have been a better fit as just I, like a, yeah, just like a defensive guy that will come in and just move the ball. He's like I on offensively, I hundred percent think he would have just like played to his like level like knowing what he can do and like yeah. just like pass the ball whereas i feel like Sobi like came in multiple times in like yeah trying to dribble drive straight the, through the yeah, yeah the semi-final bronze medal game like forced like just over dribbling and forcing stuff that didn't need to be forced i think if you needed a guard to play five to ten minutes a game i think mitch would have been the better pick yeah i agree but um yeah Anyway, uh, we, that was quite a tangent from the awards. We'll get back to it. So, so far we've done the rookie. Or just play uh, Matisse. <laughs> that's fair. Just, keep just play Matisse more than 22 minutes. <laughs> um, but now we had the rookie of the tournament, which was Luca. We had the defensive player, which we ended up going with Matisse. Uh, just getting past Drew Holiday and Rudy Gobert. MVP, we said Kevin Durant. I think the, the better conversation was who was second. Ricky Rubio, maybe? You reckon? I think it's Patty. I think there's a few cool. guys. I think Patty, Ricky, Luca, and Luca are the the ones that come if, to my if mind. Luca's the second. For, like that team <clears throat> has like no NBA talent. I understand that, but the they team should. was still good. I think number seven, that shooting yeah, guard seven. from Slovenia. I'm gonna put get, him in the NBA. Someone get, sign him. We'll get into him soon. That team, but I feel like from a from a performance standpoint, like Ricky Rubio. By the way, the number seven. I don't want to butcher his name, but I believe it's <laughs> Clement Propelchic. Propellage. Oh, Propellage. Yeah. I, I remember the, the US commentator making a terrible joke. It's the greatest about commentator of all time. And Propellage propels in for a layup or some, <laughs> something like that. It was just so bad. I enjoyed how he said nothing. Yes, he kept talking, but he was not he saying say nothing. anything of substance. He'd just say, he'd just be like, oh, Kevin Durant dribbled the ball up the court. And like Drew Holiday made a layup and he was like, 
and Drew Holiday makes a holiday of that one. Like he would just say <laughs> stuff like that, and like I wish was, I could just mute him. He, like, I, don't was know, who, I don't know who it was, but he was the worst commentator I've ever. Ever Especially when he was by himself. That was that's the toughest thing. Oh, he did first, have a game where he wasn't on his first, own and he wasn't game. as bad. Because yeah, he wasn't early speaking games, the whole time. <laughs> the early games he was by himself. And it was like you'd go like a minute without any anyone talking. You you forget someone was commentating. And then he'd come in, he'd be like, uh, Patty. Patty's been playing like this his whole career. And then yeah. stops speaking for another minute. <laughs> what, what, what would happen what was is happening? like there'd be like the game a game would start and then it would take me multiple minutes to realize that he's commentating just because i've just blocked him and out he, of my head you'd always say like, the wrong player as well oh yeah yeah and he was just like he would say some like just like, dumb things just, and it couldn't be like further from the actual player that it was he'd be like oh draymond and it's like devin booker or something yeah yeah he was I, so boring yeah one of the earlier games though i was watching it with a friend and she was like, oh, like I'm over, I'm over listening to this commentator. And she turned the sound off. She was like, you commentate the game. Only because there's been a little bit of a running joke that I say that I'm a commentator. Because Isaac will make like a um, observation that, I mean, I guess the people that don't watch much basketball is probably like a, a good observation. I would like, I would say that I made that observation. I didn't say anything out loud. Well, but then like a commentator will like no, 20 no, seconds happens, later. happens for me as well. Yeah. Like, I feel like, if you watch enough basketball, you can probably like make this observation. But then like Reggie Miller in the NBA or someone will make say like basically the same thing and he's like, see, I should be a commentator. Like I meant I meant for it. Yeah. Anyway, well, she turned it off and she was like, commentate the game then. <laughs> and to be honest, when you're when you're doing it on your own, I mean, I was like laughing. A, it was- sounds like a fun, flirtatious night. <laughs> well, I mean, if I was watching. If I was single and watching a basketball game with a female <clears throat> who doesn't really watch basketball that much, relax. <laughs> and she and she muted it and asked me to <laughs> and asked me to commentate for her. Commentate for me. She asked me to commentate for her. Yeah, I was watching a game with a friend, and she was like, "Try commentate," because I keep on making these comments about commentating. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Why are you looking at me laughing? I'm just. I'm not saying it was flirtation. I'm saying. It what sound. is happening? <clears throat> this is divulged into this. I can't believe you've brought this up on, on Isaac's podcast. Anyway. And just besmirched his name. <laughs> what are you no, it's nothing. It's just if someone asked me to do that, I'd be like, oh, okay. You'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. And you do all. it. That's all. <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We're talking about something and then you brought oh, up the commentator. Um, no, yeah, I'm going to, I'm giving the commentator <laughs> a break. It's hard to commentate on your own. I think if you've got people with you, like it's easier. He gets that's, a C minus for me when he has a partner. Like when yeah. he was with that Aussie dude, the Aussie dude was way better. I don't know, if you're getting paid for something. I, he's, he's commentating the wrong sport. He needs to be like. He sounds like a golf commentator. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, he he's does, doing yeah. the right thing. He, might, Actually, no, he golf, honestly might golf, not have been The a golf commentators are better than them. <laughs> I'd rather the golf commentators, like, who just, like, all they say is, like, oh, beautiful shot by Tiger Woods. Look at that ball fly. Maybe he should be on the chess tour or something. I don't know. Just not. <laughs> the chess tour. <laughs> he needs to be on something <laughs> where his voice and his. Porn takes night. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just. No one said anything good ever about his commentating. Yeah, he was no, I didn't hear horrible. any. The, the amount of people that like, I didn't even know they were watching basketball at the Olympics yeah. and they messaged me and they're like, 
is this like normal basketball <laughs> commentating? <laughs> no. Like you can have Dick Vitale or you can have yeah. that guy. Like, yeah. Were we talking about MVPs? <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it was MVPs. Yeah, no. Sec- second MVP is Ricky Rubio for me. Yours is Ricky. Yeah, Patty had like the 42 point like massive game, but then like he was he played well in all the other games, but like Australia was good enough to kind of like actually beat the other teams. That's fair enough. Whereas like Ricky Rubio was just popping off like all over the place, and he had like he was really good. Two Gasol brothers who can't really play that much anymore. I think one of the like um was it What's the guard's name? William Hannon Gomez. Like he He was pretty good. No, no, well his brother. Well like Wancho Hernan Gomez. Like he got he got like pulled back by Minnesota because he had mm. an injury, so they weren't letting him play. Um Serge wasn't playing. Max has a bit of a crush on Willie. Rudy Fernandez oh, Rudy Fernandez is like well, ancient. Yeah. And what's the other guard's name? The 30, other point guard. Like he scored thirty eight points against USA. That's crazy. Yeah, he was he crazy in that game. Well. Like he's just like hitting mid range, played really good defense as well. Gets out in the break. Like he was just and, <clears throat> all all round. He was just like the second best player. I and like. and like a 38, 40 point game in fever kind of feels like a, like a fifty five point yeah game. In. Like if Ricky Rubio instead of like Evan Fournier was on the French team, I feel like the French team probably win. Evan Fournier was pretty good. Yeah, he wasn't. I, I like. I think Ricky, but just brings like more to a defense. Team. They need. They role. needed a better. Like the French team needed a better pick and roll player. Well, I think. I think. De, um, what was his name? Decolo. Yeah. Decolo. Like he played really well at stretches. Like he'd come off the screen, just like lace a three. Yeah. And then he'd come off the next screen and just not shoot. He would just go on like really good runs. <laughs> and like when when he didn't shoot, I'm like, what? Just shoot the ball, man. Like. Yeah. But um. I think if they had Ricky Rubio instead of Evan Fournier, just because defensively as well, he's like really good. Yeah, gets out and passing really lane, then he like gets in the break and stuff like that. He just played, I think he was the second best player. Yeah. No, that's fair. So he's your second? And yeah. was Luke your third? Yeah, Luke was my third. Patty was fourth. What's yours, Max? <sighs> I think I'm just going to go with Patty just because. Patty's my number two. He got us a bronze medal, and I'm a real Boomers fan. Um, I think Patty just continued to get better and better as the tournament went on. And then between Ricky and Luca, that's tough. I mean, I don't Luke, know. Ricky and Luca obviously had better performances all around than Patty. I don't know about that. I don't necessarily agree. No, I don't necessarily agree. Like, I get Luca was just getting like double teamed a lot, like, and had to facilitate and had to like rely on his team to a degree. So maybe if how about this? If you swap. Those players around. Okay, all right, fair enough. That's not going to make me change. Swap my water, but if, if he's like, if you, if you put Luka Doncic on Australia and Patty Mills in Slovenia, what do you think? <clears> yeah, like he's retired. Like, like if Luka Doncic was in Australia, we'd probably compete against the USA. I'd probably beat the USA. I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. I think Patty's just a much better shooter, which kept Australia in games. Um, and I, I don't know, and I don't know if Australia is better if you if you put Ricky onto that team instead of Patty. Debatable. I don't know. For me, it goes KD one, Patty two, probably Rubio three, Luca fourth. I feel like Luca might be the most important, like to his team, but I don't Ricky know if was I... pretty important. Yeah, I think yeah. Patty was pretty important too. Patty was yeah. Patty was our offense. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, we look good when Joe Ingles has the ball as well, I think. 
all the time. But he is the yeah, guy where Patty's it's like, we one, need a bucket. Patty's the one that's yeah. coming off the screen yeah, yeah, for Joe. Yeah, it was just like that bronze medal game was like otherworldly. But for like the whole tournament, like every game that you saw Ricky Rubio play, he'd like he'd grab it off the rebound. He'll make like a defensive play. He's getting passing lanes, push the ball, push yeah. the pace, go, go coast to coast, like pull up from threes, pull up from like twos. <clears throat> everything finished up the ring like he just did everything and he kept his team more competitive against team usa in their quarterfinal than what well yeah what like australia he, was he just like he's got 38 against yeah, australia whereas in the second half yeah i can understand why in the picking. second half they were just like nah patty yeah. i probably have some bias eyes over patty we're just switching everything and shutting everything australia does down yeah um cool all right let's move on to would have been nice to have matisse uh the all olympic defensive team so we're just going to do one team. I was going to do two teams. I think they only do one team in the NBA so anyway, don't they? No, they do two. Matisse oh, made the second. Oh, they, he did team. too. Yeah. I so, mean, clearly we know three of those players already, like from what we were discussing before. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I went... Um, Wait, do we have positions? Do you have positions? I have positions. And so I haven't... Okay, I have two teams. There's There's one... There's two players that I couldn't decide between. And I felt like I could play Matisse in a guard or a forward spot. Yeah. So I either have Drew. This is the team I went with. I went Drew and Matisse as the two guards. I went Kevin Durant and Draymond for the forwards. And I went Gobert at center. That was my all defensive team. Yeah. I think Batum makes. uh, Oh. I thought he was pretty good defensively. Yeah. He had a big defense. In that semifinal game. Yeah, yeah, the block. He was insane. I mean, he had more than the block, but... That's fair enough. But do you, who would you bump out? Oh, I that? wouldn't take anyone out, but I'm saying, like, as far as players that are just after that, like, he he comes to mind for me. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't take, like, Draymond or KD or anyone out for yeah, him. Yeah, that felt like... Like, USA probably went into that the without any big, really. And I thought the way Draymond handled the paint yeah and kd and they were, and draymond obviously and kd can both switch out onto the smaller players and yeah. stuff so i just thought they were they were really good did you put draymond in there yeah <laughs> draymond had to guard like hot guys so much bigger so he's not on your team <laughs> what's well who, who, do you who replace would you him replace him with so if you're putting if you can put matisse at three yeah he's gonna put rubio on i'd put drew holiday ricky rubio well that that was matisse. my matisse KD and Rudy Gobert. So that was my other team. So or, or I'd put Drew Holiday, Matisse, Nick Batum, KD, yeah. and Gobert. I feel like Ricky and Batum are the two players that you didn't make yours but could be in other teams. Yes. Yeah, but I, like Draymond didn't even play that much in some games. I still think he was a part of their best five. And he he was still like the the one that like when when you, Team USA locked in defensively, like that's when they made pushes, and Draymond was usually at like on the court for those pushes. Yeah, but Drew Holiday was. No, I understand Drew Holiday. I mean, Drew Holiday was like my first pick, basically him and Matisse. Yeah. But um, no, yeah. that's fair enough. Like my other my other team was um, Drew, Ricky, Matisse, uh, Kevin Durant, and Gobert. I mean, Draymond didn't do shit to Ricky Rubio. He wasn't guarding Ricky, but sure. Fair enough. Uh, so that is 
Do you see? Like, I, I noticed he had like gray hairs in his beard. Who? Draymond. He's had those for a while, bro. He's getting old. He's had those for a while. He's going to have a star season. It, 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 dawned on, it dawned on me that the first Grizzle. Warriors championship was six years ago. That's wild. <laughs> That's wild. Steph looks like a baby when you go back and watch six that. Six years ago. And Draymond was athletic. Draymond. <laughs> it's crazy. That is crazy. Um, LeBron's on the Lakers now. How old am I? How are you feeling about that? Have you, has it sunk in yet? No. He won you a championship. He did. He's getting his jersey retired. <laughs> <laughs> He's not. He definitely is. I mean, it depends how, how long he stays. He, if he retired if he, today, he gets his jersey retired by the Lakers. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's LeBron James. No, he anyway. Doesn't. He gets it retired. No, he doesn't. This, that's not what this is. If he's getting his about. jersey retired. If he, if he leaves and joins the Clippers, he, he doesn't get it retired. Okay, but if but he retired, not. my point was if he retired today. No, then you're wrong. I'm not wrong. I 100%. Do we have anything else to say about the defensive team? I don't think so. Yeah, Draymond, uh, Draymond's not on there, but other than that, no. Cool, man. <laughs> uh, the All-Olympic first team. Do you want me to go first or the second team first? Second team. No, because I feel like the first team's more... No, nah, go first. I think the first team kind of picks itself, and yeah, then after that, it gets like a bit dicey. Because then we'll just go know kind of who's on your first yeah. team, probably. Uh, so my first team was Ricky, Patty, Luca, Kevin Durant, and Rudy Gobert. Yeah. I think that's that's good, yeah. Like, is there anyone else that comes to mind that misses out? Like, No. Not really. From my second team, the, the one that I'd want to bump up next is probably Drew Holiday. Yeah, the, he, he, was, he was the only one. Yeah, but I, I don't know. Who was your second team? So my second team is Drew, Evan Fournier, Matisse Thibel, Jason Tatum. And then for the center spot, I had either Mike Toby from Slovenia. Oh, he was good. Or yeah. uh, Jock Lindell. Yeah. No, nah, Toby. I think Toby. I think Toby was better too. Way better. Or Pat. I don't know about way better. Pat had a couple. Yeah, he had two threes against USA. That was not good. So you want Pat to be in the second team? <laughs> he also got burnt when he was like, I think like they the first time they like got someone on it. Who was who did he defend? There was someone. I sent a message in the group chat. I was like, Pat's not playing the rest of this game. <laughs> he just can't defend anymore. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough to watch him. To I love honest. that guy. All time are you taking power Draymond on your team? It depends on my team. No, this is your first player you're picking. You don't know who who's on your team. I know who I know. Like a prime, like both in their primes. It's exactly what I just said. Both in their primes. Did you say yeah, in prime? all time. Well, obviously not now. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> he wants to say Draymond, but he knows it's very it's tough. One. I like them both a lot. Like whoever, no, whoever I pick, yeah. like it's not like I'm against the other person like you I know how much of a say, big I, I didn't say you i'm just saying anyone. like i'm a very big draymond fan i'm a very big power gasol fan i think i probably go draymond. he knows i go yeah. draymond he knows it's the wrong answer he knows no, power's draymond's, a better player yeah he knows power's a better player. power Do doesn't I? kick people in the nuts and like <laughs> do stuff like power, that. Power, power doesn't you know just make his entire living off clay thompson and steph curry <laughs> and then average a triple single Shout but we're Charles, talking. Well, shout out Charles Barkley. But that's why I said. Then, uh, I mean, I'm talking about prime Draymond Green. I mean, like, prime Draymond. One Green. maybe may, one of the best defenders of all time. If you and took if if you took Steph off prime Draymond Green's team, yeah, that's that's the thing. Go when back, you have prime Draymond, watch, you have like go back and watch any of their around. go back and watch any of their games from 2015, 2016. Go look at how athletic Draymond is when he could shoot the three ball. I don't know what happened to his shot; it disappeared. Power did power drop like twenty. 
20. Actually, if we want to talk 20, about Pal- no, Pal- 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 how much time do you want to spend on this? Do you, no, no, you no, no, we can talk about Pal Gasol. Didn't Pal drop like 20 and 17? Pal Gasol was robbed of an NBA Finals, actually. So maybe it should be Pal. Yeah, here we go. Pal Gasol was robbed of the NBA Finals. MVP. Yeah. He should have had NBA Finals MVP. Yeah. He was phenomenal against the Boston Celtics. I mean, Draymond was almost robbed because. I mean, he robbed himself, kind of, because he couldn't control his emotions and got suspended <laughs> for a game. So maybe they should both have finals MVPs. And lost. Draymond, the most important, second second most important player on his team, lost with a 3-1 lead. Anyway, um, moving on. So who, wait, wait, who would you have? I'm definitely taking power. Yeah, thanks. ELE. We can, we, can, we can talk about this on another podcast because um, I could debate that one. So the first team, we've got Ricky, Luca, Patty, Kevin Durant, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Second team, I had Drew Holiday, Evan Fournier, Matisse. Good pick. Uh, which one? <laughs> Matisse. Oh, Jason Tatum <laughs> and Mike Toby. I also just want to say, I don't know for me if Mike Toby's a lock over Jock Landale. I don't think he's a lock either, but I did put him over and yeah. then I said maybe Jock. They're both, they were both good. No, yeah. to- Toby. Toby was much really better like, rebounding yeah. defensively. Toby was like mm. the lead rebounder. In like the I think he was. I think he oh. averaged like 15. He averaged like tw- almost 12 boards, I think. He was very good. Def- he was much better defensively. When we lost, when the Boomers lost Andrew. Um, not Andrew Aaron Baines. Aaron Baines. Um, I was going to say Andrew Bogut. When we lost Aaron Baines, like our rebounding went to yeah. shit. And then like Jock Landau, like. Like if he was on the court or not on the court, sometimes you didn't notice him on like rebounding wise. So what about Frank? Little Kino. <laughs> Do you have to throw a Nick shot in there? What the hell? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, it was it, odd yeah. seeing an NBA player just sit on the bench the whole time. <laughs> Why did you bring him and up? And a young NBA player. <laughs> that was just rude. I forgot you were a Knicks fan. Yeah. Wait, that wasn't in, that was an intentional shot. No, I thought you were just throwing a shot <laughs> oh, my way. No, it wasn't. I, I thought was being like, what about Frank Nittokino? Yeah, tough look. Yeah. Did come in and make a three that I was, I fell off the couch when he made that, uh, when he made that three oh, against the, Team USA. Oh, Reggie Miller steal three thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was just shocked to see the ball go in. <laughs> that was nuts. They also brought him in at such a weird time. Yeah. He just didn't. Come on, Rudy, six for what, six to 15 free throws or something? Yeah. Um, I had some honorable mentions. So I guess so. If we're picking Mike Toby, Jock Lindell, uh, Devin Booker, Zach Levine, Louis Scola, uh, Clement. <laughs> what? Louis Scola. He actually played good, man. He was he right up there, like in the points per game. If you told me like- in 2021 that Louis Scola would be far, uh, just a far better player than Pau Gasol, I would not have believed you. Looking, and if you told me he would looking, be an looking Argentinian like a, sex, looking goal. like a straight Zach. <laughs> Looking like a straight zaddy. Yeah. He was just it's he like was hot as fuck. Tanned, just muscular toned. Are you right? Just, the greasy head, the greasy yeah. hair is gone. Max just all over Scholar. You should have heard him about <laughs> Willie. Uh, Will- oh, Willie. <laughs> Willie Gomez. Gomez. Well, because you were saying Ricky Rubio was better looking. I was like, bro. like Yeah, I thought Ricky Rubio. I, think I Ricky mean, Rubio for starters, when Willie came on, I was like, God, he's a good looking guy. And then you weren't even on board. You were like, mm. I don't know. Maybe that first angle. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, you're like, yeah, he's gorgeous. <laughs> he's quite what? a big dude. So. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I won't say anything more. I won't say the things that were discussed. <laughs> just three, you know you'd pick Willie. Just three, <laughs> three, three straight guys here. Favorite Lewis Golden moment getting laid out by Derek Richardson. 
Just getting. Just, he's just trying just, to set Derek a pick. Derek Fisher really bodied. How is that guy that got bodied by Derek Fisher? <laughs> Louis calls that exists today. Could you, could you imagine, Derek, like getting bodied by Derek Fisher? Just, Derek Fisher bodied that dude when he was like peak. Just skinny, black, gross, long haired, sweaty. She just got sweated out. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Louis Gold was just always really. He wasn't that. No, he was just a sweaty. No, it was just dude. the hair. There it was. It was like, just yeah. The hair. The hair. Looked like he came out with like the hair band. Concert. Yeah. And now he's like, he wasn't that tan when he was in the NBA. Now he's yeah, like, now he's just like, is it a fake tan? You reckon? No, no, he's Argentinian. Yeah, he's been. Fair enough. Been in the sun. Yeah. There's a lot of sun in Houston. He played in Houston. Yeah, but he probably wasn't in the sun. Yeah, he's probably in the gym. He's gym rat working on his game. Yeah, just to clarify, the basketball court, not the actual weight room, because Derek Fisher flattened that guy. <laughs> Derek Fisher was in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, on a, yeah. So Devin Booker, Zach Levine, Luis Scola, uh, Clement Propel. Propel, which yeah, I'm all about him. Number seven from Spain. Yeah, he, he's good. He was good. He's really good. And I had Draymond Green in there too. Just letting you know, in my honorable mentions, Jock Mundell. So uh, yeah, that's our. If I go through everything again, we got the rookie. Rookie award went to Luca. Defensive player went to Matisse. Uh, MVP Kevin Durant, followed closely by Patty. Um, <laughs> Olympic defensive team: uh, Drew Holiday, Matisse Thybul, Kevin Durant, Draymond, or uh, Rudy Gobert. Or you could swip, switch uh, Draymond out, put in Ricky Rubio. Um, <clears throat> All Olympic team: Ricky Rubio, Patty Mills, Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Rudy Gobert. And the All-Olympic second team, Drew Holiday, Evan Fournier, Matisse Thybul, Jason Tatum, Mike Toby. Would you replace any of those guys from the second team? No. Mm, I don't think so. I thought you were going to drop us something just there. Wait, <laughs> what? It was just like a... Mm. Yeah, yeah. So he's going to be like Nick... Bittman I was just trying something. to think if I could throw another Australian in there. But it might be a bit of a stretch. Who was the third best Australian? Uh, I mean... Jock. Probably. I think it was Jock. I think our four most important players by far is Paddy, Matisse, Jock, and Joe Ingles. If Ingles well, shot like he does in the NBA. If Aaron Baines yeah. was there, he's one of our most yeah, important. But he, he wasn't there. He wasn't. I'm jo- just going by what we Joe Ingles, the only the only um, NBA player who doesn't outperform when he plays in FIBA. He was really good in the bronze medal game, though. He was hidden. He was getting buckets. Yeah, but compare him to like the other NBA players that play for their countries. Like oh, Frank, like, like Evan. No. Yeah, Joe Ingles he didn't actually about the same. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> on the bench, <laughs> Joe Ingles compared to even his season at Utah. Like talking about like him playing on a spread court. I thought he moved. I don't know if Joe Ingles was injured, but he was not moving the same in the Olympics. To I mean, what it's just he like look at, does. Yeah, just look at all the other NBA like foreign players. They just balled out, and Joe Ingles kind of. Didn't. This is one of the worst tournaments I've seen Joe Ingles play. I don't know if it's an age mm, thing. It was or... worse. Or... <laughs> is that a word? Let's Google. Is that a word? Did I say worse? Yes. No, I don't but it's fine. Moving no, it, I, you know what? I think that worked in the sense. Sure. One of, one of the we'll worst. Go with Not that. the worst. Just one of the worst. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I just think I, I, he didn't look fit. Like compared to what the way he was playing six months ago, even just in still the NBA. has a silky step back. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he was good in the bronze medal game. Like, he was important, I feel like. Yeah. Because he finally shot, like, decided to shoot. I don't know if he'll um, make it another four years, though, for the next one. Paddy might. I think Paddy will. He seems pretty fit. Do you 
do you think Australia wins the gold medal if Ben Simmons played? This year? Yeah. I honestly think that if we had Aaron Baines against Team USA, it could have that could have been enough because they almost doubled our rebound count. They, they had significantly more offensive boards against our defensive boards. And I think- We lost by 20. If we have Aaron Baines- But we're up by 15. If we have Aaron Baines yeah. and we keep I think, Matisse on the court longer- I think that there's just a few little tweaks. Yeah. I think we could have beat Team USA As, as soon as they, they went beatable, on a run, right? we just and, like- I mean, they were beatable, but- Aaron Baines isn't the difference, the 20 point difference maker. No. They got so many offensive boards. That just doesn't happen if he's on the yeah. court. I just, I also don't think yeah, we need like one player to come on to be a 20 point difference maker. They were like, 15 points down and they beat us by 20. That's not because of offensive boards. It's because they shut it. The they, offense Australia down. just like crumbled, I feel like. Like it, it became a point where like it looked like no one mm-hmm. wanted to shoot and it became also, give Patty the ball and see if he'll score. Ben Simmons would be. A more of a difference maker than Aaron Baines. No, also, no, no, we'll just have that, another saying, elite defender. But I, the other thing I'm saying about yeah. Aaron Baines is like we didn't have size at the rim, and the other thing is if he's there, it, it does yeah, it does mean certain people play yeah, less minutes. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, but that's just coaching decisions. No, so that's what I'm saying. If if Aaron Baines plays plus a couple of tweaks to the the coaching, the tweaks that he made in that bronze medal game, like the ones that I feel like anyone that's been around basketball long enough can see. Like, I just I just don't yeah. understand. Like, it was quite confusing. He did not call a timeout. So when we were up by fifteen, <laughs> no, we were up by fifteen with five minutes to go in the in second the second quarter. We finished the third quarter down by nineteen, didn't we? Did he call uh, one timeout that whole? We finished the third quarter up by three. Finished uh, finished second quarter up by three. Finished the third quarter down by nineteen. Yeah, it was like a twenty-two point swing. So like. No, it's more than 22 points. So if you go from that, so we were up by 15. Oh, if you want to go from- With about five minutes, 20 to go, USA called a timeout. We were up by 15. Yeah, like 34 points. 34 points. It's a 34-point swing. In that 34-point swing from that five and a half minutes to go in the second to the end of the third quarter, our coach didn't call a single timeout. That's ridiculous. And we just made weird substitutions. It's wild. It's just- And I- I don't understand how. So the way the rules are is you get two timeouts in the first half, you get three timeouts. I mean, in the yeah, I thought half. he didn't have timeouts, but he, he had timeouts. So he used a timeout. He didn't use a timeout in the first quarter. You're allowed to use both your first half timeouts yeah, in one yeah. quarter, right? He yeah. used one in he the second one, quarter. He used one with seven minutes to go in the second quarter. Sorry, I've, I've looked into this. <laughs> he used one with two with seven minutes to go, seven-ish minutes to go in the when second quarter. When they were quarter. up by like. Five or six when we're or up, we extended it to 15. USA calls a timeout. He makes subs. He takes off Dante and Goulding. Did he take off Goulding? He took off Bubbles and Bubbles had a hot hand. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, and then Dante got he ice Bubbles. And then we just Dante take like Matisse off like for no reason. I don't know. Like, and so from just, that moment on, we did not, from the seven minutes to go, we then extend our lead to 15. Though. And Patty wasn't on. Patty and the Well, this is that was the other thing. So Patty, yeah, Patty didn't finish the call. Patty right? came off with three and a half minutes to go in the first quarter. And I when he went off, I remember saying, like, that's weird. Like that's early for a semi like a an important game. And I just assumed he'd come on for the last minute. But then he didn't. Really? And then we didn't see him again until about two and a half minutes into the second quarter. So Patty sat for like almost six minutes. Which is just that's more yeah. than a half. That's more than a half in a in a FIBA basketball. Uh, more more than half a quarter in a FIBA basketball game. So do you, so where do you think they finish if they had Ben Simmons? 
Well, I'm add, saying just add Ben Simmons to, to the Yeah, team. I'm saying I think we 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 could have won we we could have won gold and I just think we could have won gold this year, but we've just made Yeah, I think we could have won gold this year. But yeah. obviously Ben Simmons makes that easier. I mean, just I mean, having, he doesn't just, spread the floor. Just having but. Ben Simmons like you could if you could roll out Dante Axum, Matisse Tabel, and Ben Simmons. That's just three sudden, elite just, like, defenders. Elite athletes out there. Long and rangy. Ben Simmons would get Who'd you so say? Matisse Dante ben, Dante. Ben. You just get so many like deflections and so many fast yeah. breaks. Like yeah. Ben yeah. Simmons would be dunking and fast breaks. The other so thing much. is like Ben Simmons could have done a better job defensively at the center position than Jock and Nick K could have. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So like like yeah, defensively like he, we would have yeah. been and he would have been able to like get balls off the rim and you And and also because I was thinking about it like in the second half against the US where they just switched all like our curl screens and like back cuts and every every screen they just switched and shut it down. Yeah. Whereas like with Ben Simmons, if he was the one like setting that screen or like holding the ball like at the high post with the handoff or something, like if someone goes to switch, he can just like take that opportunity to burn burn them and like just like shoot the gap. Yeah. From like the little moment that they switch I th- and just like dunk it. And cause he's probably more athletic than anyone on Team USA right now. Yeah. So he could just, you know, get to the rack before them, dunk on them. Whereas, like, you, you kind of need a player like that to beat USA. You need someone who can match athleticism. Yeah. I think we would have played a much different game with Ben as well. I think we would have been a lot more fast-paced. Like, yeah. you would have had him just, like, coming down off rebounds and you would have just had, like, Patty going. You would have had... Yeah, everyone would just be running. Yeah. And I mean, they tried to do that with Patty anyway. Like, they tried to just get him running. Like, Patty didn't play a lot of point guard. And that's why they were running with Delhi the whole time because they were trying to get Delhi to be that guy. But Delhi obviously cannot push the ball the way Ben can. Yeah. And and he can't rebound the way Ben can. So, like, you can initiate offense way quicker if Ben's getting the rebounds and, and whatever else. And hopefully, he plays next Olympics. Three years should be in his prime. That'd be good for our team, hey. Should be in his prime. Hopefully he's a little less Hollywood come four years time. No, hopefully he's more Hollywood. Hopefully he's playing for the Lakers. <laughs> you want him in LA. You don't Ben want him Ben in Simmons. LA. Ben Simmons, Anthony Davis. I believe in Ben Simmons. Would you trade Westbrook for Ben Simmons? Right now? Yeah. I'd trade Westbrook for Ben Simmons. Oh. Ben Simmons playing with LeBron James. For this Lakers team? Ben Simmons <clears throat> playing with LeBron James is a different Ben Simmons than playing with Joel Embiid and Philly. I'm sure, sure LeBron's going to love different. having a Ben Simmons yeah. in the corner three. I'm just I'm no, trying but, to imagine how well, it'll be they, the same. It'll be the same as Russell Westbrook like I know, in the corner three. Yeah, but Westbrook can at least... Westbrook's... It's like a... I can't yeah, explain LeBron, this. This is, this is what people like don't realize. Oh, maybe they just don't want to think about it this way perhaps is that lebron can actually hit open threes oh lebron can shoot like, you can't, lebron's you can't, a good three lebron's a good three you can't leave him just open like he can't like do all the crazy off the dribble stuff but like if you he leave, can sometimes but no you have to like look, yeah, at, the hand look at the hand and, like, and yeah he has to get the ball like lined up real he puts nice. like the right foot forward and then brings it back so he like he can't just like come off the screen so he still come gets off, it done yeah but you can't come off the screen just like no, he's not coming like, like, off no. yeah, a pick and shooting it but, with someone. But so if, if you had some, like even what they're probably going to do with Westbrook, like if you had Ben Simmons, 
running like a pick with like Anthony Davis or something and LeBron's the guy spotting up, you still, you know, you can't leave LeBron. Like if you leave LeBron and you have to close out to him, then he can burn you. I just so. can't imagine LeBron spotting up in the corner. But maybe, maybe they I just, it. I just think the way they would play. At least in the regular season. I just think the way defensively they'd be very good. You got Anthony Davis. Oh, you got yeah. It's a big team. Ben Simmons and stuff. Yeah, it could work. That's interesting. I want to see it. Um, I wouldn't be against that trade. I mean, it won't happen. <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. Could you imagine if it happened? As an Australian, you'd I, th- I think the Lakers are better with Westbrook. I'd lose my mind about it. Than Ben Simmons. Who's I'm also surprised that you trade Westbrook. Like Westbrook's one of your guys. Yeah, but he's yeah. 30 and he's getting paid like 47 million who do you think would be which team do you think is better <laughs> ben Simmons 25 do you think this season like coming into this season like which team's better the, this Lakers team with Westbrook or this Lakers team with Ben Simmons like coming into the just season just this season no which, but like which are you saying like by the end of the season which team do I think would be better which team going into the 21-22 season which team do you think has a higher chance of winning the championship? The team with Westbrook or the team with Ben Simmons? By the end of the season, Ben Simmons. Fair enough. Okay. Because I think playing with LeBron for like a whole season would change everything. And that team would be the best defensive team, hands down. Yeah. Like just switch everything, just destroy people defensively. I mean, you've got two really good defenders and then one guy that can lock in and then everyone else can't play defense. But... Everyone else can't play defense. Name your your best defender after Anthony Davis. So if we have Ben Simmons? <laughs> no. No. LeBron. After LeBron? Second. Yeah. That's an issue, by the way, but after LeBron? Uh, regular season. Uh, locked in Russell Westbrook. We haven't seen that for a while. After Don't Russell Westbrook? Continue after Westbrook. This is do, when do you, you don't remember the 2012 Olympics? Oh, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, but that's almost a decade ago. Right. But anyway, this is where the real drop-off happens, I think, now, after Westbrook. <clears throat> after Westbrook? And the drop-off yeah. has already happened, by oh. the way. Like, it's just significantly... Right. Easy, and he'll play defense in the play. It's a steep slope, but then we've come to a, the cliff edge. Who's the next best defender on the Lakers? The next best defender. Mellow if he's got a hoodie on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next best defender on the Lakers. Yeah, Dwight, is- Dwight Howard, easy. Three-time defensive, three-time defensive player of the year. Yeah, cool man. I was just, I, I think, just had no idea what yeah. name he was going to pull out. Ken Bays, Ken Baysmore, <laughs> Bays. We've really, we've, we've moved on from the Olympic topic. Um, so if anyone's still listening right now, we might, we might, we might pull this up right now. Bays. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to our uh, Olympic awards segment. It's been fun. There was probably a few things that didn't have to be said. <laughs> Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn, actually, that's probably your your fourth best player. I just realized you were still speaking. Sorry. (laughs) Can't believe they let. I can't believe they let. Kendrick Nunn might be ahead of Westbrook. Cannot believe they let Alex Caruso go. That's crazy. We're gonna we're gonna leave that. We'll we'll have an NBA off season chat. I was legitimately sad. My eyes welled up. Thanks for coming, guys. Thanks for having me. Tim, you want to say goodbye this time? You didn't say goodbye last time. I might go commentate a basketball game with my girlfriend after this. Jeez.